time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Thursday, November 12th. Gold was taken down another $14 yesterday where, when silver was hit $0.80 cents as the price attack on the monetary metals that started Monday continued. The price action makes no sense whatsoever as India continued raking in what would be close to an unprecedented daily amounts of physical gold as reflected in the unusually high ex-duty import premiums. The Mining Stock Journal noted that official Indian import quantities are bellied by the unquantifiable amount of smuggling that occurs in an effort to escape the 12.5% import duty levied on the preferred kilo bars. The Mining Stock Journal believes that the precious metals are being pushed lower by the Fed in advance of another round of QE money sometime in the next few months. See the summer of 2008, September 2019, and March of this year for precedent evidence of this type of gold market pattern ahead of more money printing. The mining stocks were quite volatile on Wednesday, though they managed to rally a considerable amount off intraday lows and close down less than gold and silver on a percentage basis. On another note, the next issue of the Mining Stock Journal, which will be released this afternoon, will have some ideas for investing in junior mining stocks that the newsletter believes have been irrationally oversold as well as a review of Fremont Gold. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold and an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Corvus Gold has received results from the north end of the Motherlode deposit, which has intersected a previously unknown new high-grade center of mineralization within the main and CIZ target areas. The new high-grade zone extends from the main zone down to the CIZ target and is associated with a steeply west-dipping feeder structure. The first core hole into the new feeder zone intersected 83.9 meters of 2.7 grams per ton gold and 6.8 grams per ton silver, including a 12.7 meter interval of 8.5 grams per ton gold and 30.4 grams per ton silver. This new high-grade feeder is not part of the previously announced mineral resource estimate and represents a new expansion of the mother load deposit. Corvus is now designing follow-up holes to chase this key mineralizing further at depth. The company trades on the TSX and the NASDAQ with KOR. Osina Resources provided an update on drill results from the Twin Hills Central Gold Project in Namibia. The latest drilling results have increased the mineralized strike to 1,500 meters with depths up to 350 meters and widths up to 250 meters. Highlights from the campaign included 0.76 grams per ton gold over 327 meters, 
1.82 grams per ton gold over 332 meters and 1.12 grams per ton gold over 149 meters. The company noted they are working on manpower and infrastructure at the project to be able to expand their drilling rate next year beyond the currently used eight rigs, which should help them fast track the development drilling while also expanding exploration and target testing to make even more new discoveries at the same time. Osino trades on the TSX Venture with OSI and on the OTCQB with OSIIF. Revival Gold announced results from an additional five drill holes along the partial results from a six-drill hole from the company's 2020 drilling program on the past-producing Track Arnett Gold project located in Idaho. Results included 0.93 grams per ton gold over 28.3 meters and 0.8 grams per ton gold over 15.2 meters. Three additional holes have been completed in the area and a fourth is underway. When completed, the five holes in this area will cover a strike length of approximately 400 meters. Revival Gold trades on the TSX Venture with RVG and on the OTCQB with RVLGF. Rupert Resources reported new drill results of a further six holes from its ongoing exploration program at the Ikari Discovery, which is part of the 100% owned Patavara project in central Lapland Greenstone Belt. Highlights from today's results included 4.3 grams per ton gold over 158 meters and 3.9 grams per ton gold over 141 meters. These results confirmed extension of to 290 meters depth of the central part of the Ikari discovery, as well as demonstrating further broad zones of mineralization in the east, with continuity of grade in these broad zones of mineralization persisting towards surface, above previously reported results. Rupert Resources trades on the TSX venture with RUP. Caliber Mining shared the latest results from infill and near mine exploration diamond drilling programs. At the Pantheon Underground, results included 62.67 grams per ton gold over 4 meters. At the Le Mans Centro Open Pit, drilling returned 11.89 grams per ton gold over 23.6 meters. And at the Rosario Gold Prospect on Libertad, drilling returned 7.96 grams per ton gold over 5.1 meters. Full list of results can be found on this morning's press release. Caliber Mining trades on the TSX with CXB and on the OTCQX with CXBMF. Great Bear Resources reported the first gold recovery test results from its Dixie project in the Red Lake District of Ontario. The first results from a preliminary suite of metallurgical tests planned for the various mineralized zones at Dixie have returned very high gold recoveries. Hinge zone high-grade gold samples averaging approximately 13 grams per ton gold recovered between 95 and 97 percent of the head-grade gold from conventional cyanidation bottle roll leach test. Results in the range have been expected as free gold dominates the hinge zone and all the other zones at Dixie, and high gold recoveries are typical of such systems. Great Bear trades on the TSX Venture with GBR and on the OTC QX with GTBAF. 
And Bunker Hill announced this morning it has launched a preliminary economic assessment to assess the potential to quickly restart production for minimal capital expenditure at its Bunker Hill mine located in Idaho's Silver Valley. The company believes there is strong potential to quickly restart production, which stopped in the early 1980s, for minimal capital by focusing on the dewatered upper areas of the mine, utilizing existing infrastructure, and based on truck haulage and toll milling methods. The report would be due in Q1 of next year. Bucker Hill trades on the CSC with BNKR. That's it for us here this morning on the news briefing. We will be back later today with some market commentary. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.